1: We've discovered something amazing. What happens when you combine one studio, new hosts, and the ability to broadcast to the entire nation? Nothing can possibly go wrong. Well, let's find out. This is the Sunday Experiment.
0: All right, it's Sunday and that means it's the Sunday Experiment with Stace and Jimmy. How are you, Stace?
2: Good, I've had a good weekend. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, I fitted in a lot today. I was up at 4.45 this morning. Wow. Yeah, which I will tell you a little bit about later. And it was nothing to do with my plans for my day. <laughs> it was being a support person to my husband and I, I feel like he got a medal and I'm the one that needed the actual medal. Right, that's medal. big.
0: That's big. Yeah. He owes you one. He owes you one. I reckon I he does. I went to the doctor today and it took forever.
2: Why because he, the doctor on a Sunday? Because my normal doctor
0: wasn't open, so I had to go to the queue up one, take a ticket, sit down in the medical centre, and they always take forever.
2: The bulk bill number.
0: Yeah, the old bulk bill number. That is the plus. You know you what? You don't pay.
2: I've realised I was a full adult when I decided to have a doctor that I paid money for. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was the moment. I was like, you know what, Stacey? You've really grown up. <laughs> Speaking of grown-up
0: things, coming <laughs> up next, a marine animal saves the day. The Sunday Experiment. Stace, guess what? Over in Western Australia, there's been a drug bust, but it's been aided by a marine animal.
2: Yeah, right. What, how does that work? Is in, like, put them up, but it was an animal that said it?
0: You just wait. You just wait. <laughs>
2: there's a radio so- hook for you. See, look at you go two weeks in.
0: So these stupid, stupid Frenchmen and a Britishman, they were hiding, they were concealing drugs, right? And they had them buried in bags beneath seaweed and they were trying to run away from the cops. The cops got a whiff and they were, uh, they were following them mm-hmm. and they came up against a humongous seal,
2: Okay, so hang on. Can we paint the picture a bit more? So, they, where were they before? Why were they in the middle of well, the ocean? they're
0: obviously hiding it in the ocean or near the shore, oh, right? Sea, beneath some seaweed, and so they were. I'm uh, not they, in the drug the, business, the so cop- I wasn't
2: aware <laughs> of how this worked.
0: The cops caught a whiff. There was an empty yacht and they started, you know, following it. Then they found mm. some drug and they thought, oh, look, there's these two men running away. It's got to be
2: them. Okay. Well, obviously, yeah, I see. <laughs> I see now. And they don't have the drugs in hand. So and okay. they're on
0: the land, so they've obviously gone to the land. Mm. Here we are. <laughs> and they're running away, a Frenchman and a Britishman, <laughs> middle-aged man. They're running away. Oh, and then this seal has stopped them in their tracks.
2: So when you say stop them, like as in stood up, like concealed seal stand? Like what's the deal? When you say how?
0: The police officer said that the seal must have stood up and borne its chest, right, its bare chest and barked at them and they had to make a decision. Do they
2: <laughs> take on the seal? <laughs> do the drug dealers. Or do dealers... they uh,
0: let themselves be arrested and the cops catch them and the latter happened? They didn't take on the
2: seal. So they got busted instead. But I find of this so stu-
0: stupid because it's a seal, like a seal's what, a couple of meters long and you c- why wouldn't you just not go around it? They were on the shore of a beach
2: well, I guess it could be pretty scary. It's Hang on. T- I'm still captivated by the idea of whether seals can stand <laughs> up or not. Like, I think
0: they can sort of like they got their little yeah. flippers and they can sort of like a tripod sort of yeah, uh, yeah, aiming yeah. forwards.
2: Like a big tube. Like anyway, just kind of it's got me balancing. thinking about the seal. Right. Forget the rest. This is okay. what I want to hone
0: okay, in on. Right. How big was this seal? Because it said <laughs> it's huge, but I'd, I can't. There's no picture of the seal. Okay. So I've imagined the seal, but the seal that we all love and know sounds like a little bit like this. Mm. Like that's the seal that you would no, hear you're Not th- you're terrifying, hearing. no, you're not right that And definitely
2: not terrifying enough to turn back and turn yourself into the cops Exactly Right. So we've got a
0: billion dollars worth of drugs here yeah, Oh no, we just won't take on the cute little seal
2: Yeah, free willies mate like So he's it's
0: got to be more terrifying than that So mm. um, we've got another seal No, no
2: <laughs> Yeah, you right seal? <laughs> that seal Could be terrifying <laughs> Have you seen how big his lips are? That is scary.
0: He's a he's, He could be a scary man for a Frenchman and a Britishman and running away the cops. I think he's also
2: very tall. But I still an think, imposing character. I still he think, bore his chest. I still think chest, Heidi, man, Klum's, <laughs> Heidi Klum's husband or ex-husband, that's an interesting pop quiz, isn't it? Who cares? Still in the same relation. <laughs> anyway, Heidi Klum's something um, is more scary than the seal option one that you had, <laughs> I think. Yeah.
0: Oh, see the cute little seal. So it leads me to this. We've found some actual record, an actual audio recording of a seal. Like those little seals, I think they're the cute little ones. There's some humongous seals out there, and this is what this is. I'm not lying here. This is what the seal sounds like.
1: <laughs>
2: all right, uh, all right. So now, that's what do you think? Would you go up against that seal? Now, that's your drug busting seal. That, that, that's it right there. <laughs> This is a
1: Sunday experiment. Let's not f*** this up.
2: It's a Sunday and generally the favouritest thing in the world I love to do, Mm -hmm. and I don't care, that's not a word. Um, The (laughs) favouritest thing I love to do on a Sunday morning is nothing. Yeah. Absolutely a a nothing. I love a slow wake up, maybe mm. even just a bit of a coffee, hop back into bed oh, after the coffee. Well, the
0: re-enter the bed.
2: So I know you're wondering, uh, is that what I did today? Um, I was just going to ask you. No, no, I did not. 4.45 I was up today and oh. um, I was up from absolutely no interest or choice of my own. <laughs> my husband did the Blackmores Half Marathon today. Oh, congratulations. Wow. Yes. yes. To me or, or to him? Right. Yeah, okay. no, not you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Getting up at 4.45 <laughs> and driving him to the train station, I thought was a fairly big feat as a <laughs> six-month six month pregnant woman. But i got to say, it was 12 months ago. There was a proud moment. 12 months ago, the man couldn't run. You know, he. he I said to him, why don't you do Couch to 5K, which is an app <laughs> where you build yourself to right. learn how to run. He actually did that in what it would have been maybe the middle of last year. So for him to have come a full year on has been such an amazing feat for him. Him, 22 kilometres he ran Amazing. today. Um, so that's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all impressive. And, and he's had a few medals now. He's got his little bibs collected in this weird folder. And that's great. <laughs> but I'll tell you who's not spoken what? about. Who's, you know, the bibs where you bibs get. Bibs in a
0: folder. You know, the, all his numbers. Yeah, just yeah, yeah.
2: they just numbers. just, okay, right. that's who he is. That's who he is. But you know who's not being spoken about? You. Is the support people of those fit people. So you got up at
0: 4.45 in the morning and mm-hmm. drove his ass. Mm. To the run.
2: I drove to the run. Then I came home, jumped back into bed for half an hour, got changed, and then had to make my way into the Sydney Opera House, which the the whole city is closed because on the Blackmoors run, people actually run across the 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 bridge. bridge. That's right. So I had to drop him off drive back, oh, sleep dear. for 20 minutes, get back up, and then try and make it in some way with all closed roads by the time he finished because when someone runs 22K, they, they want to see their proud Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there I am trying to get my beautiful neighbour came with me and we're trying oh. to get in. All the roads are shut. Now, I've got a bit of pelvic floor Pain at the moment because that's right. So I'm honing it up the botanical gardens, (laughs) and we ended up walking a couple K by the time to get there. I'm basically limping on my left foot (laughs) to make it to make sure because the last thing you want to do, and if you're a support person of a fit person. On 131060, we're going to want to speak to you in a second. Because if you are that person, you know the anxiety and pressure it is to make sure you don't miss the moment that they run into the finish line. You want to film it. You want to even have them hear you because at that point they're exhausted, right? Yeah. They want a bit of love. So there's so much pressure to make sure you get there at a certain time as well. So I'm like dragging this left leg like I've lost my knee in a war oh. or something and getting to the end, sure enough, I made it. But the amount of things I've done in this 12 to months- support his
0: running career, is, his amateur is, running career- is,
2: um, how is
0: uh, Well, fight. it is. He's not, he's not going to try and win a gold medal, but is he? That's
2: a good point. So he's
0: just becoming fit. He's trying to be fit. Well, he's, so I'd, I'd asking, argue he's
2: quite fit. Tonight. Well,
0: I imagine he is. Yes. He's run 22Ks. Yes. But, you know, some people just want to get above average biceps. Yeah, it's true. They go to the gym every single night.
2: Yeah, but it, they take it very seriously. And if you're married or in a relationship or even you've got a really good mate that you're that person to, we want to hear from you on 131060. What lengths have you gone to support your fit person? <sighs> Because this is getting beyond a joke. I think we often, you donate money to the fit person, Your buddy go there at 6am for the fit person. Then today I had to My drive him. He was a designated driver while he smashed a few beers. Like, what more do we have to do for these fit people? They're already fit, isn't that the wind? Like now... uh, I want a PB. It's not good enough. Give us a call and let us know how far you've gone to support your fit person. Because I think it's time for us to put the spotlight back on you, my friends. I have
0: to shout out to my mum. You know, for years and years, my dad ran marathons. Right. And my mum's run some... uh, But they run every single day, right? Uh And, you know, and uh, we live in two different states now. Yeah. And they come to visit us and we think, yay, free babysitting. But sometimes we have to fit in around their schedule because they go for a run every day. (laughs) And I feel like... We are waiting for them to come home, make them a coffee, make breakfast when that's
2: what we need. Yeah, right. 13, 10, <laughs> 60 is the number. What length have you gone to support your fit person? Melissa, hello. Hi. So um, my mum, shout out to my mum. Um, so my mum was my support. Mm-hmm. So I was on cruise ships for probably a year and my hips actually caved in because I wasn't using my muscles all the time.
0: So you're a dancer?
2: No, I was a beauty therapist, still am. Right, yep. On the cruise ship, I lost my footing, so I had like an inward walk. Oh. I would go to the gym all the time, and I'd come home. My mum would do my washing for me. She'd clean everything for me. She'd make my shakes. And she went on like... Changed the whole entire family's meal preps to help me, and she's just amazing. So shout oh. out to mum. Good shout on you, Melissa. Mum, thanks for calling, Melissa. Oh, thanks, well, Melissa. I feel a bit bad. So, like Melissa had an actual injury.
0: Yeah, you, She's it, getting fitter yeah. from a dis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's I like it. I was like, I'm not sure how this compares. But <laughs> I, I thought but keeping I'm,
0: fit as a beautician—that's good. I like that.
2: <laughs> it was interesting. Have we got Dean? Yeah, next? we got
0: Dean on the line. Hello. Dean, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, good, good.
0: Your partner's how done you a 10K do? run, I hear.
2: Yeah, yeah, the bridge
1: uh, the bridge to Brisbane, um, 10K run. And, uh, yeah, so I uh, strapped her feet up, um, did the uh, the pom-pom thing, you know, tried to cheer on. And
2: oh, I hear you,
0: Dean. Oh, nice. You know what <laughs> I do, you know, You know something I do? I, I'm going to give it to Dean here. You know what? something I don't really
2: like? Feet. I don't want to touch feet. What else have you done, <laughs> Dean? Because I think the list goes well, long, I was, right?
1: I was, yeah, well, I was... Critically positioned, uh, appropriately, so I could cheer her on and take some photos and uh, and and uh, yeah, give her a hug and kiss and all that sort of stuff along the way. And then had to get on a bike and uh, and get to the finish line because everything was closed, uh, all the roads were closed. And uh, a flat tire, I had to pump that up and try and keep airing it to get to the finish line. I made it within about thirty seconds, so it was brilliant. Oh. Uh, Brilliant
0: just fun. in the <laughs> nick of time.
2: Uh, thank, how how anxiety-inducing is that moment, Dean, when you think you've done all the work to get there and then you might not bloody catch them? It's just absolutely uh, exhausting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They've
0: run 10K and you've gone five seconds. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. All right, we've got Trish on the line. Trish, you there? Yes, I am. All right, what have you done to support um, your, your fit, fit person? person. <laughs> yes,
1: I have, I'm the mother of a swimmer. And oh. now, now,
2: Trish, I'm sorry to interrupt you but I've got to say straight up today I am six months pregnant I drove Ben my husband <laughs> to the station today and I went if my kid ends up being a swimmer I'll be spewing. <laughs> what does it entail?
1: Uh, she gets up at four o'clock every morning to go swimming for two and a half hours before school or before university and then she does another two and a half hours in the afternoon and today's like today, we go into the city and I, said, I spent 50 minutes getting there for a two-and-a-half-minute
2: swim and 50 minutes back only to do the return trip again for another two-and-a-half minutes for a final tonight. Amazing, oh, oh, Trish. Trish. Good that on just you. That balls. was so you are, good. You are a mum, mum of the year. That, I just <laughs> can't, I can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine it.
0: All right, we've got one last caller. It's Alexa. Alexa, are you there?
2: Yeah.
0: Le- All right. Alexa, yeah.
2: take us out. What lengths have you gone to support your fit person? So it's actually my mum as well supporting me. Right. Doing. So, um, so I always run the full marathon and she runs the 5K. So we have yeah. to get into the city around seven and her race starts around eleven. So she just sleeps in the car. <laughs>
1: Oh. Waiting for her race to start. I, <laughs>
2: think to around I think I'm more impressed with the fact that she, you, you just said you just said that you always do. I like always, you always every year. You always do the marathon and my mum always does the five. I would have thought if you did that once, you wouldn't have to be doing it again.
0: It's a look into your future, Stace. Oh. Every year, the marathon.
1: This is a Sunday experiment. Giving new hosts a red hot go to make some radio.
0: Now, Stace, mm-hmm. the past few weeks we've been testing you out for an audition for Play School because you articulated to me when I very first met you mm-hmm. that you went, hey, you work at the ABC. <laughs> you know what? I've had a lifelong dream of being on Play School, And then I thought, why <laughs> don't so we do annoying. an audition here it's on so, radio? It's so
2: annoying <laughs> that I said that. Like even when you relay that story, I'm like, shut up, girl. <laughs> and then the second part of it is I told you that off air. And so now it's become this, I guess, big audition thing on air. And I've realised as we go into this next audition, because last mm-hmm. week you had me reading a book, It's so exposing. I can't even (laughs) practice. Like, I'm just getting these handed Handed to me the the second before we do it. And I'm just, I I don't have any tone. So, we're singing tonight. (laughs) Oh, we're doing singing.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, singing is a massive part of play school.
2: And just in case you're unaware, Jimmy has hosted a very successful television children's show on the ABC for a long time, so that is why also I am taking this as seriously as I can because you <laughs> actually have some street cred when it comes to this stuff.
0: Well, it, you've been given some tough circumstances by me just throwing it at you at the last second, so we'll give you a little. No, nah, we won't. Here we go. Let's see how she goes. So we're going to be singing. On.
2: Okay, so we're singing a nursery. Just we're to singing setting nursery it up. rhyme. Right. You
0: know, there's a lot of um, a lot of songs on Play School and a lot of classic nursery rhymes. A lot of people have grown up with play school. And so Do you have a play school person? Who are who you watching? When?
2: Noni. Noni. I love Noni. Oh. And Jemima. Oh, I, Big I, Ted. It, yes. Little Ted. And like Benita to a degree, but I feel like more so Noni for me. I met Benita at the Logies, mm. and she was
0: the most famous person there because everyone in the whole room had watched her or has I had a connection imagine. to her. And everyone came up to her and said hello. She gets it everywhere she goes. And it'd be so hard because
2: she'd want to snap, but she's <laughs> the play school lady, so she can't just be like, how much your F off?
0: You're like grit like, her teeth yeah. when you leave and go, not another one.
2: So we're, gonna, we're going to do our second version of the auditions. Last week I read a book. This week I'm going to be oh, Singing. singing.
0: Yeah. Do you sing you sing
2: on your show, right? Yeah, we sing. Sometimes I feel bad to say do ya because obviously I don't watch it.
0: But you will. <laughs> You're six months pregnant. Give me, give me a year and you'll be like, I hey, hate those songs. They're earworms. We call them earworms. Okay, okay. Here we go. It's Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall with Stacey June. All right. We've really? got a little lead in here. Okay. okay. You know You know, You know. know it? Here we go. Okay. Well, not
2: really. Dun, but okay.
0: Dun, 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 <clears> am I by away.
2: myself? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. That's good. Humpty Dumpty oh, yeah. had a great fall. Oh. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. You
0: You know the second verse? Oh,
2: hang on. I go again. Humpty Dumpty fell on his head. What? (laughs) They picked him up gently and put him to bed. (laughs) And all the king's horses and all the king's men, they put Humpty Dumpty together again. Oh, that was cute. That was good. Better than the reading, right? I think
0: it was better than the reading.
2: That Um, That quacking in the mother duck last week was a real... That was really hard. <laughs> it's hard isn't it? I couldn't <laughs> believe like the wish of the wind. You were getting so technical. So I feel like with a bit of music I can get the pep in my step. But here we go. Here's the question. How did I sound?
0: Um, maybe we can take callers. No. No. <laughs> no. no, we won't take callers. I think it went okay. I think there's some room for improvement, but I did just throw it at you in the last second, and I think I'm going to give you a... Quick. Hmm,
2: seven out of ten. It's well a done, s- Stacey. Sunday experiment with Stacey and Jimmy.
0: The Sunday experiment. Now, Stace. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife posted something on Instagram today, and, and it was something that she just wanted to get off her chest and something that we have... um. We've had a bit of reservation in telling mm-hmm. the the whole story of what of how our twins were born.
2: Yeah,
0: okay. Um, we went through IVF. So you've got three
2: kids, we don't three you? Kids. We've got three kids. do not you 3 kids we have got
0: Lenny, who was conceived naturally and mm-hmm. everything. It was like I blinked at her and <laughs> she all felt All right, mate. All right. All right yeah. <laughs> tell you, yeah. It just happened <laughs> we, like that, all we right? We
2: get it. We get
0: it. <laughs> um, but um, it, the, uh, we wanted to expand our family and it was a struggle. We, um, it, it, time just seemed like it just evaporated and we'd try and try each month and nothing would happen. Or, uh, or we'd fall pregnant and Tori'd fall pregnant and uh, there was a miscarriage. Yeah. And so there was a lot of heartache along the way. Yeah, and there was, and it, it, when you glance back at it, it doesn't seem that long, but when you're in it, two years, long time of just trying every single month and being a, a failure every single month. And then something like that happening, you know, a, a miscarriage. So anyway, we intervened. And we went and saw um, the IVF IVF specialist Mm -hmm. and uh, we went down that road. And Mm -hmm. that is, if you don't know anything about it, it is incredibly challenging. It is uh, laden with heartache as well. Um, And it doesn't always just go, oh, yes, come in here and we will give you a baby. And that was not our experience either. Mm -hmm. It took took a long time for IVF to even get to the first stage. There's two stages, right? They collect the eggs from Tori. And then you fertilize them and put them back in basically. And, and any spares you've got, you put in the freezer and you try every single month after that, right? And
2: there's so many other micro moments in there too. So like many. for Tori to even get to that point, there's the injections and the hormones and the it's j- and it, You mean you'd it's be here insane, all day if you went yeah. into the intricacies of how much work it is, especially on the woman's body?
0: Yeah, so there was a lot of that. And, uh, and there was f- failures in those. Uh, we only ever really put one embryo in to try once before we got our twins. And it mm. leads me to this, right? It's, it's, uh, it's, it feels like when you're in it that there is a stigma around it or there's something there. That when you say, oh, oh, people ask, were they IVF? Um, And you hesitate and Mm. say, yeah. um, But you don't want to give the whole story for some reason. There's some sort of reservation that you have as the parents that that's something that's not natural.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I understand what you mean. And I think you would get it more so than uh, couples that will have had a single baby in IVF too, because people are quite fascinated by twins and also where we're at today with conceiving, everybody's interested now to know, which is also bizarre. It's like, do you ask people that conceive naturally, oh, well, was it uh, last night or last month? You know, did you have (laughs) sex then? You know what I mean? Like, and so it's such an interesting thing that people don't have that same bedside manner with things around these types of conceptions.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, an interesting, it's so interesting and it, it goes along with pregnancy in general, like you're mentioning, like there's even cesarean sections, everything, mm. there's a, there's a mm. lot of different things. But, um, and we got, so we had, uh, the story goes, you know, we, we did a couple of those egg collection. they're the hardest parts, right? And we didn't ha- get anything and we had no embryos that made it to the stage to put back in and it just kept happening and happening and happening. And in the end, we got two embryos mm-hmm. two little miracles right mm-hmm. and they were doing pretty well and they recommend you take them for f- five days mm-hmm. they, the cells keep splitting for five days mm-hmm. and then they put them back in and we'd had such heartaches such failures that they said we requested really to put them in at three days because tori just wanted them back inside where they mm-hmm. belong back mm-hmm. in her because her womb would give them the best chance mm. and um it worked It happened.
2: And uh, just to clarify, the Instagram post you shared today was a video, I saw it myself because you reposted it on your Instagram page, was a video of the little um, embryos before they were, if I'm correct, before they were reinserted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so
0: um, they grow in an incubator for, yeah, like I said, five days. It's
2: pretty fascinating. It's very personal.
0: Yeah, side by side, you've got little Mac and little Vinny. their cells dividing and they divide again, dividing. It's a time lapse. And um, that's their first three days of their life. That's so and it's so amazing. amazing. And it's so incredible. And I uh, I think um, for Tori, uh, she went out with her mother's group last night and I think today she was like, today's the day. I just want to know that I'm there for everyone else who's going through this. There's no stigma around it. There's absolutely nothing you can't talk about with me. I'm so proud that we went down this roo- route and uh, and look what we've gotten. we've got uh, two amazing boys. We've, uh, you know, we've added to our family. It's exactly what we wanted to do. We've got this incredible video of their first three days of their life. And if there's anyone who wanted to talk to her or me or anyone talk about it, because there's no stigma around it. There shouldn't be. There's There's no no shame. shame. There's no nothing. And I think it doesn't matter how, how you get there. People have their own struggle that they just need to focus on themselves. And we shouldn't pry into other people's things because we don't know how hard it has been, how hard it will be. And, um, You know, all power to my wife for being out there. She's very open with these kind of things and, um,
1: yeah. The Sunday Experiment.
2: We just had a really big conversation because uh, your wife shared an incredible video today of the first three days of the embryos of your beautiful twin boys.
0: Yeah, they were conceived through IVF Mm -hmm. and um, they spend a few days um, out of the body, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, in an incubator and they – a uh, they monitor them 24-7, there's a little camera there and they mm. send a little video over. when. Uh,
2: it's incredible. Yeah. So up until this point you hadn't really felt like you guys were that clear or completely transparent about the IVF uh, process? Is I that what you're saying? I
0: think it's just about talking about it 100% openly. You know, people ask about IVF and then they ask, oh, how do you get twins? And then, mm. we, you know, because of our journey we'd had with IVF, not saying that the 2 years before we just tried naturally and, and and miscarriage and all that um that we put two embryos in and i think that was a, something that we kind of skirted around a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um if people go oh well that's um you know h- you can choose this i want, oh, i don't know this oh is, i see I what I you mean know.
2: so there was a human choice element in the fact that you had as twins well, yeah. right. okay. a- as well yeah
0: okay as well um as well as just people saying um oh they ivf and w- and we were talking about this off air that Although that's people don't really think that that there might be bad or anything that even that it's mentioned and people want to know more about it and 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 you feel you feel reservations for talking about it for some reason yeah and, and you just feel a bit off guard is this wrong it's not um, the most natural thing in the world uh, you know this is what you're thinking in your head you're going yeah. it, 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 will people judge me for it not being natural like people judge. Perhaps people for having a cesarean uh, and 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 all those other things of, to do but with today. Birth.
2: But today, Tori owned it, which is she kind of it. this and incredible it's an amazing story. thing to see yeah.
0: the embryos growing.
2: It's, but it it's, is.
0: It, you don't get that it, in a natural birth. You know, like we naturally conceive. Sort of thing it's it, it just it, it is amazing every time I look at that.
2: It's yeah, brilliant. it's bizarre because I don't think until you're in it you really understand how invasive some really simple questions can be. So for example, when people do say, are your twins IVF or, um, you know, like why haven't you had children or, um, yeah. what's, what's, you know, why, why do you guys have tests so early? All of these inquisitive, what seems like innocent questions become incredibly, um, incredibly, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? sensitive to people that are in it. And I am a person that goes through fertility treatment and has gone through and we tried for our baby. I'm six months pregnant now uh, for two years and I still get emotional talking about it um, because it is still very fresh. We Mm. still aren't there to meet our baby yet. So it still feels like I don't want to, I pinch myself every day that we've gotten this far. Um, We fell pregnant on our first IUI. So the IUI process is... Where we use um, Ben's parts, my husband's parts, and it's inserted into me. I call it like a bit of a turkey baster with (laughs) assistance. But my husband had prostate cancer. So our scenario is a little different. And so when I met him, he said to me, We won't be able to conceive naturally ever. And that happened before we even were intimate. Like he was straight up, because he was like, This is my life. I was 36. I didn't expect this. And. And it was huge. And at the time I thought it wasn't such a big deal until you're in it. And that's my point. It's so interesting how it is such a unique situation. And we do ask people to be sensitive, but it is incredibly hard to understand until you're going through it. it. And, um, and we're very lucky now, you know, our fourth attempt a couple of years later, we are, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure this, this baby's going to turn into a (laughs) human form and it's incredible, but, I hear you and I feel you and I see you. And and for those listening as well, you know, we're both totally there with you. It's one of those things that is very hard to articulate at how sensitive things like questions about Mm. your conception and how you have a baby just because there might be intervention is not taken as seriously as a question of asking a couple, well, when did you have sex? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it it still feels that sensitive to you regardless if you had a doctor in the room at the time or not. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's really great that you guys shared and, you know, we've shared our story incredibly so. And if you, if on the other flip side, you do have a man that's had the infertility or man that's had mm. the struggles, um, you can go to my Instagram page. I've shared a heap of stories and articles about that. And my husband's so brilliant. He's not in the spotlight and he is very yeah. open with sharing because that's a whole other conversation around, you know, that the the male side yeah. of it as well is also pretty tricky.
0: Yeah men have a lot of trouble with you know, like emasculating things mm. and that would be mm. yeah, one of those big things. Um yeah it's um it's an amazing thing and I think you know one of the other things why Tori uh, shared this my wife shared this is that if there's someone out there listening who is feeling, or, you know, reservations to do with anything to do with fertility or anything, that um, this is a story that can empower you, or you can um, send her a comment or whatever. She's already open, and, yeah. and, and, and and seek your friends out. You know, like talk, be open, and tell them you're feeling sensitive, and,
2: and we uh, both and they can help you. And we we both say be loud and proud about it. Ready to pop the question.
1: Yep. While the buses are away, these new hosts will will try not to get fired. This is the Sunday
0: experiment. Have you been keeping your you know you're out for Lindsay Lohan uh, stories while she was here for the masked singer? I've oh, got
2: to be honest, I've got absolutely no interest <laughs> in her. Apparently, she
0: had a uh, a little uh, <laughs> a little minion um, taking notes <laughs> while she was out having a dart.
2: <laughs> I've heard many stories actually of, of that similar vein, where like they'll have like a meeting of all the talent, like the people, the judges, and she'll have someone sit in for her. And I'm like, <laughs> the person can't. She knows
0: my opinions. The,
2: yeah, the person can't <laughs> sit in for you on the show. So how's that going to roll? But I'm
0: going to do everything else. She'll sit in for me.
2: Yeah, well, we, we are covering a little <laughs> bit on her, her later with her...
0: A uh, horrible she do? Australian accent. Right. Did she attempt an Australian accent, an interview Hero. with Ange Bishop?
2: Uh, next up, though, I've got a question for you on 131060, and I, I'm in desperate need of your help. I've got to book a holiday, and I need to figure out how to divvy the costs up.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and they're with good mates of mine too, so I care, and I'm going to need you to think about it properly and then give us a buzz. And they're going to hear it. Oh, well, I ho- I didn't think about that.
1: The Sunday Experiment, brand new hosts on a brand new show. Their palms are sweaty.
2: Mum's spaghetti. I want to <laughs> ask you guys a question on thirteen ten sixty. It's it's actually a selfish thing because I'm going to need your help. I basically need you to sort my life out. Okay, we can do that. Um, it's a it's all around a holiday house. Now, look, what mm-hmm. are we? End of September almost. Yeah. You're starting to think about booking stuff in. Yeah. If Holidays, you if you're organized, that's what happens. In your th- yeah, it happens in your 30s. You start thinking about these things in your 20s. You're like <laughs> ah, it's December. I have not booked <laughs> anything. I'm have to camp at my auntie's I'll just house get the or next special on Jetstar. Exactly, now or exactly. So the situation is this is the third or fourth year that I have holidayed with my two best girlfriends and their their situations, their yep. families. So it is my husband and I, and then it's been two other groups. So essentially, the last few years, it's rolled pretty. Easily, one of my girlfriends had a small little bub. Uh-huh. Um, she's married, and then another one of my girlfriends was also in a relationship. So okay. there was just kind of split three ways yeah. pretty easy. Three rooms, done. This year, things are a bit different. Oh no, what's happened? Well, one of my girlfriends mm-hmm. is no longer in that relationship, okay. and she's now single. And the other couple now have two kids, one of them being f- f- like a a f- an older adult. Oh, like what, l- Sorry, older. not an older adult, an older kid. A toddler sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that needs its own room space. It's a little right. bit kind of awkward now putting them wherever. So now it kind of sets up. And then there's obviously my husband and I, which um, we're expecting, but we're not quite there yet. Yep. So we uh-huh. won't have a baby at the end of the year. So we hope because I'm booking this holiday. So I'm hoping that <laughs> doesn't happen. How pregnant
0: will you be when the holiday happens?
2: Um, about 38 weeks. <laughs> it's pretty close to the hospital. Wow. So we've set it up. So here's the question. How do you divvy up the costs between kids and then you're also looking at people in relationships and not in relationships Across the whole board, right? So 13, 10, 60, this is the question that I need you help. Because if you go on holidays with families or different dynamics or different kind of markups mm-hmm. or setups, I want to know how you work it out.
0: Okay. So because the kid's needing another room, that's another whole share. I get right, what you mean. Right. And then a single person could sleep on the couch.
2: Well, this is Coach. the interesting thing. But they don't. They're oh, not going to put that. Like, that's not happening. She's getting her own room. But then that's the other thing. We look at certain houses and you've got rooms with, like, a bunk bed. And oh. should one my girlf- my adult girlfriend sleep get that bed kid. and pay the same amount as all the other adults? Like, that's kind of BS. Well, yeah, well, she can sleep with the child
0: because the baby sleeps no. with the couple and then the child that needs the room sleeps with
2: the With
0: the single friend.
2: That is such (laughs) crap. Top and tail. Would you actually suggest to your single friend to sleep with the toddler?
0: Yeah.
2: Why not? Free babysitting
0: as well. As a dad, you just take it where you can get it. You babysit the child all night and it's fine. It only wakes up once. It's fine. Just give it a little milk, go back to sleep. Okay, but honestly.
2: Honestly. at the fridge. If this is Tori's friend, a girlfriend, (laughs) you would put Tori's friend, your wife, in the same room as your eldest son, Lenny.
0: Sure, why not? Would you really? Lenny probably wouldn't go that in there. That would
2: suck. No, that's not what I'm going to do. Lenny's fine. He just look, snores
0: not, all night. I, look, it's
2: not <laughs> personal to Lenny. It's just the point that she's a full. She's an adult. She doesn't deserve to have a room with a, someone else's kid. That's, that's
0: but she's awful. Gonna, but then she has to, you know, well, then there's a whole other room.
2: Yeah, but they shouldn't have to share the cost. This is the thing, right? I'm On ten sixty. it's tricky. How do you decipher... What the single person does compared to the couples, and how you pay for a child that's not quite a teenager. Yeah, right. We've got Sam on the line, who's yeah.
0: got a, a little suggestion for you, Stace. Sam, what's your suggestion?
1: Hello, I'm on the hello. My name's Sam. Um, <laughs> I reckon if you guys are going to the holiday house, you know, with uh, like three people effectively, and then they got kids, partners, that sort of thing.
2: You should make the
1: kids do all the chores you don't want to do, and that's, <laughs> and that's how you even it up. You just give them right. it few ways, but the kids the kids pay with the chores they do. They take the, the wet towel right? Down. So like a, they do the like dishes, a, that sort of thing.
2: Like a child labour situation. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, like we won't call it that for political and legal reasons, but <laughs> right, yeah. 100%. That's exactly what it is.
0: Thanks for
2: your suggestion, Sam.
0: He just says, "Get how old's the toddler? Three? Yeah, the three-year-old to uh, wash the dishes.
2: Runs his own. It doesn't help me at all. To be (laughs) honest, it's absolutely unhelpful. I mean,
0: he did. He was offering you a suggestion. If you don't like it, that's just uh, it's not good enough. But I just, I still think that maybe, well, maybe if the toddler's not in the bed with your friend.
2: Oh, well, that was the Still earlier harming. suggestion. No, you told but my maybe, single friend maybe to share with the kid. That's okay. so
0: rude. But, but uh, here's the other thing. So they've got a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Can sleep in the middle of the other couple? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, instead of doing that, put the porter cot in the room with the single friend, and then the toddler sleeps in between the parents.
2: But how Sold! You, but how are you suggesting yes! we split this financially? Like, I'm actually seriously looking for a hand here. No okay. one's taking All me right. seriously. So you've got three bedrooms. I'm going to lose this house that Man. I want to book for the love of God.
0: Okay, so David's on the line. David has a suggestion. David,
2: can you please help me seriously on how we divvy these costs up?
1: Yeah, it's quite easy, guys. All you do is it's uh, split per person and the and the kids go for free.
2: Even a three year old?
1: Yeah, the kids are free and you just pay per person with the adults. You just do it evenly. Keep it nice and simple, otherwise it gets too complicated.
2: It's pretty hard, isn't it? This is the other thing though, David. So does the single person have to pay for other people's kids? This is the interesting part. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's yeah, pretty much that's the way it works, yeah. Yeah, okay. So maybe there's a
0: certain percentage that the kids paid. Are they half to He's given me the most useful
2: help, I must say. Yeah, like I said, you just make it's too complicated.
1: You just split it evenly with the adults, and yeah, the the single person is going to contribute towards the kids a little bit, and that's just the advantage of the ones that have got the kids.
0: (laughs) All right, thanks, Dave. Thanks for that.
2: That's full (laughs) on. Too many if you don't really like the other person's kids. Like (laughs) we're lucky, we all love each other, and it's a bit of kumbaya for us. But we've got Tash
0: on the line, who I think similar to David. You think paying per per room or per person, Tash?
1: Per room. Because like they decided to have the kids,
2: so they should be prepared to pay for
0: the expense of the kids. Okay, so they're going to pay for another room. So we're getting a four-bedroom joint because you've got yep. four rooms, yep. and they're going to pay an extra room.
2: And do you think, Tash, that the single person pays for a room too? Like, but they so they have to pay for a basically a like a, a double double room. room, or they pay double the amount than a couple uh, would pay. Just so like say if it's like. I reckon you just tape her room, no matter, like, what's in there, what the beds are what's made What's in the room, of. right. right. Uh, so you're yeah. just looking for clear old real estate. <laughs> like, it's like, if you're taking up the real estate, I don't give a crap who's in there. It's that you <laughs> cover the cost. I, I see that that's very simple, but when you actually care about the people in the house, <laughs> it might not be as competitive. But these have been some good suggestions, which I'll take them back to the troops.
0: I'm going to do some maths, and uh, maybe we can just wrap it up later. But I, I need to get my head around the actual cost. Of going like, oh, this is ten thousand dollars, and this is going to be how much the kids are. Maybe the kids are just twenty five percent.
2: Yeah, okay, so they're like a percentage of they're an a adult. Percentage of
0: an adult. Yeah, right. All right, Maybe. we might, we I work out the
2: average lifespan of a person <laughs> and then figure Quite out what their percentage is on <laughs> depending on how old they are.
1: <laughs> this is a Sunday experiment. Well, let's not this, this up. up. We were talking
0: earlier about uh, Lindsay Lohan and her antics when she was here in Australia. Of course, she was a. Post on the masks here, which premieres very soon on Network Ten.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but th- how long did that promo run for? Like, I was at the point where I'm <laughs> watching it during Survivor and the Bachelor. I'm like, is this show gonna come out I think they anytime teased the date this date for year?
0: Like four weeks.
2: Oh, it was longer than that. Finally. mate. Finally, I think that it's airing next month almost, but basically October. And I think the promo started at the end of frickin' July. <laughs> They're pretty excited August.
0: to get the format, obviously. Yeah, I'm
2: keen <laughs> to see it, but geez. I'm She's just... had
0: a go at, uh, oh, well, some of her antics while she was here, she was uh, holding up production of The Master Now um, <laughs> with Siggy Breaks.
2: What she a bit of a see I, I love so. yeah, finding she just out, duck out you know I love finding You can just
0: imagine an set. everyone. Okay, we're ready to go. The costumes, fabulous costumes. Everyone's ready. The you know the the celebrities in the costume, they're sweating. Probably sweating. Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. kind of like a performance worst nightmare is to do costume work. Mm. <laughs> this show's based around it. Oh yeah, they're sweating. Okay, everyone ready to go. Where's Lindsay? Having a duck.
2: I love finding out celebrities that smoke. How good is that? Sophie Monk. Jackie oh. O. Oh yes, well. it's just Actually, always no surprise to me those two, really, <laughs> and their besties. <laughs> she bailed
0: on. Uh, she bailed on. Have you been paying attention uh, to wash her hair? Apparently,
2: was she really on you Have You Been Paying? Can you imagine her on that show? Tom and going at her. would be oh great. Oh, my God. Sam Pang would absolutely <laughs> Sam Pang rip the, oh. be very good. I'd say I'd, 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 want, I'd want a three-month promo for that. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd, I'd be interested in that. I would be
0: interested <laughs> yeah, also. Yeah, Have yeah, I yeah. been paying attention? Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a go this week at doing an Aussie accent in an interview with Ange Bishop. And, uh, well, I want to get your thoughts on how she went. Mm. We've got I'm it here.
2: for a meat pie. Get me one straight away. <laughs> Can we have that, I that again? I didn't quite get it. <laughs> I'm hanging for a meat pie. Get me one straight away.
0: <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm hanging for a meat pie. Get one straight away.
2: It wasn't bad, actually. It was a bit English, but I've heard way worse. That's I why I had to hear it again because I was like, oh, crap, did I actually think well, that, that, was that was actually okay? all right.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> got an insight into the catering on the, uh, mask and the masked singer. Uh, we don't know. It's we... hard to say, masked singer. Is it? Masked singer. I've, I think I've said masked
2: singer. Masked singer. It's because it's that enunciation Masked. Yeah. Singer. You don't have two. It's got time for, for <laughs> announcing your whole <laughs> words. All right. I actually have a bit of a um, a quiz for you that we haven't told you about. Oh. We're getting to know each other, and I'm obsessed with people trying to do accents <laughs> because mostly I like people that fail. That's why I was oh, like no, when I heard me. that Lindsay did quite well. To be honest, I was quite disappointed. I'm passing you a sheet here and okay. here is a list of some accents with, uh, you know, some, <laughs> some, I guess, what would you call it? They're like sentences that people would say in that particular country. So, you know, like the meat pie thing, which P.S. I've never said, is like an Aussie thing. Yeah. These are different nationalities or, you know, sentences okay. they'd say. So right, we have so started got... off with English. I want to hear your accent. How can you do it? How do
0: you do? Oh, well, it depends. Eng- English, <laughs> what about how do you do?
2: It's what? like from Liverpool. I said English. You can't go specifically depending Is, on. It, you want in
0: England just, and you've got a different accent. A
2: Londoner. Just give us a Londoner.
0: A, well, a Londoner. Yeah, how you do you do? That's
2: how do you do? A Londoner <laughs> from what, 1910. Yeah, but, well, yeah we'll take Cockney. it. Cockney. Not bad, not bad. What about. Um, and I'm putting this on you because, in case anyone listening is unaware, Jimmy is an entertainer. <laughs> so I want to see his The Netherlands. What about the Netherlands? The
0: Netherlands. Oh man. Uh, no.
2: Think Amsterdam.
0: <laughs> now, oh, now I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Austin Powers. Now, like Austin
2: Powers,
0: Now the monkey comes out of the sleeve.
2: Not bad. Not bad. Now
0: the monkey, what does that even mean? Let the cat out of the bag. What oh, about that American?
2: Like, that? like Lindsay, do, yeah, American.
0: Oh, piece of cake. <laughs> oh, wait, ne- quiet.
2: Shut up. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I think you were stronger with the Netherlands, funnily <laughs> enough. All right, last one. Okay. Irish, Irish. What?
0: What's the story, horse? What? What's the story, horse? Horse,
2: horse. horse. What is that? How to ask a friend, that's, how
0: to how how ask a friend what's up oh, What's so, the story horse
2: Oh so instead of You know how English people <laughs> say Northern um, You're right Instead of how oh, yeah. are you you're that, That's what they say What's the story horse And that will be at the end of that segment Because I just realised I did an accent I can't do them and I'm out ah, I, so I, I do not failure. want anyone to hear me do that It's a Sunday experiment with Stacey and Jimmy <laughs>
1: This is The Sunday Experiment, giving new hosts a red-hot go to make some radio. I
2: want to talk about a New Zealand copywriter today. And first out, shout out to New Zealand because I'm sorry, the last 12 months they've had an absolute corker, haven't they? Everyone Mm. loves New Zealand. (laughs) And everyone, I was always aware that they were probably cooler than us, to be (laughs) honest, (laughs) and they were this kind of subtle, cool right-hand side of our country, and now it's just aggressively obvious that they are just so Cool. And they're good
0: at sport as well. The, yeah, so yeah. small. So
2: this guy's also going to add to how amazing New Zealand is. He has been fired. Now, if anyone has been fired, which I have, no and, way. and a few years ago quite publicly fired from a similar job that I'm doing right now, <laughs> it is a really horrific affair and no matter how much you make a joke about it, it's not a fun thing to go through. I think no matter what, how much you tell yourself after, well I didn't want that job anyway you cry yourself to sleep for a good three (laughs) nights. And so this particular copywriter um, was getting fired and it was actually a redundancy and he, over there they have an option for you to bring in a support person when you go through things like this. Like
0: maybe a colleague you work for for a while Mm. or or a uh, a partner, your yeah, mum.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then when they talk about the news, they go through the contract. They say, okay, these are the things that are going to mm-hmm. happen. This is how much you'll get paid out, blah, 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 blah. There's someone there to process it with you. Because as I said, a lot of the times for a lot of people, it can be really hard. Yeah. So this particular bloke, his name's Josh Thompson, decided that the best support person for him would be a clown. <laughs> a what? hired clown. So he takes <laughs> this clown that he paid – To be in for his support person at the meeting to discuss his redundancy. Dressed
0: up as a clown that performs at kids' parties.
2: And did like little, (laughs) like that little (laughs) horn noise, (laughs) yeah, during the meeting, which would have just, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Did that during the meeting, which would have just, Absolutely. Can you imagine how pissed off the bosses and people? So would right,
0: be? right, 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 Let's let me just envision, envisage this a bit. He's sitting there. He's about to be made redundant. He's getting handed his redundancy mm. papers. Going through mm. all the terms of what it's been. He's lost his job, mm. and there's a clown.
2: Yeah, with this <laughs> noise going off, it's like a just oh. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. the work.
0: Like it's just a carnival in there. So
2: uh, you'll have ten thousand dollars. You'll be able to, to clear your desk at the end of the day, and um, we'll do a you know an afternoon um, afternoon tea. For you on Friday.
0: Okay. Um, and there's some honky honk honk sounds in the background. I Apparently was wondering
2: if that there was a chance that I could maybe adopt this for things that I wasn't really interested in. Like right. um, just, I don't know, you know, things like funerals. Obviously, they're not fun. Could you take a clown there? Probably so, not.
0: <laughs> so instead of your, no? your, your loved one being there holding, your, you know, you, you've got a clown next to you.
2: Yeah, Miming tears. Or I was thinking birth. That's coming up for me. Oh,
0: that's going to be a big one. Yeah, that would be great to have a clown there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'd be te- actually it's be terrible. A b- b- <laughs> the, the, the one that I actually think is probably the the actual best option for me uh-huh. would be at the moment, and I know this is, might be TMI, too much information, but oh, no. as a very pregnant woman, I'm sitting on the toilet for a long time oh. at the moment. Like if I go in there, I'm... Yeah, it's taken me a long time to come out. And let me tell you, not a lot's happening. I am <laughs> banked right up. So do you think maybe I could hire the clown to come in, entertain me while I'm sitting there trying to just, you know, move things along and, um, I don't know, it might help the situation. Maybe
0: they can pull a rabbit out of the hat while you put um, a rabbit in them. I think that's right. enough. It's yeah. the Sunday experiment with uh,
1: Stace and Jimmy. <laughs> the sunday experiment brand new host on a brand new show their palms are sweaty mum's spaghetti we're
0: nearing the end of the show stace
2: we yeah, have this show's flown it's, i've had a ball with you mate it's fun i must say though when we get into prep for the show we have a little bit of a different approach Who what noticed? do you mean noticed that um, we have a bit, a bit of a different approach? I think what I know if a few of our producers have noticed. Well, you get
0: in early and I just waltz in whenever I want.
2: Well, yeah. yeah there, <laughs> there's definitely a Zing. little Well, not early. I get in on time. And if you hey, know hang me. On. Can I just say hang something? Hang on, hang on. Just give me a second okay. to explain where I'm coming from. <laughs> if anyone has known me, I'm not the on-time person ever. <laughs> it, it's I'm just not. And so I've started to stretch it out a little bit later because I said to the guys earlier, well, I don't think Jimmy's going to be in, so I'll <laughs> get in a bit later. And I think the interesting part was that I wanted to ask you some ideas around how long things take because I think people like myself, who is also generally maybe a 10 minutes plus the actual time kind of person, mm-hmm. and now I'm assuming maybe you may be this person, that you have a morphed sense of how long either it takes to get somewhere or it takes to do something. Does that make sense? Can
0: I just say, I am usually the guy who is here early, but there's two things here.
2: Yes, you've got three I, million got three, kids. And it's yes. so
0: hard to get out of the house. The other thing is, when did we discuss the start time? <laughs>
2: Oh, you didn't know it uh, that time. No. Yes. We you were just in mentioned here two it. hours
0: before the show. Yeah, but that wasn't like a solid thing. <laughs> Was it? Cause
2: no. Because the three <laughs> because of us <laughs> saw it pretty solid. But okay, let's forget that because this isn't a stitch you up thing. Well, I'm more I am more you No, but I'm more interested in, don't you think it's interesting? For me, for example, I often really have great intentions to be at places on time. Mm-hmm. And I know this is what a lot of late people say, right? But often I'll be like, okay, so I've got to be somewhere. I've got. To, I'm going to take this long to do my hair and makeup mm-hmm. because if it's a work thing, generally I need to do that. And then I'll brush my teeth and maybe choose a jacket. I have a real issue navigating how realistically how long those take. Ta- yeah. So, for example, the jacket thing. huh. I would be like, okay, I'll grab a jacket. So in my head, I've identified maybe two to three minutes. Max, But actually, in reality, I never deal with the fact that that probably takes me five to six. Really? To grab a jacket? Makeup, same thing. I will do that in 15 minutes.
0: It takes half an hour. Yes, Stacey,
2: exactly. So I feel like this is my actual problem of identifying how long little bits take
0: before... Like brushing your teeth. You mentioned brushing your teeth.
2: Yeah. See, I think that should take, well, 20 seconds, but it obviously doesn't. <laughs> By the time you put the toothpaste on, put yeah. it under the water, br- oh, hold the it there for long mount. enough. Oh. Yeah, but then it all it's adds an up. And you're 10 minutes late. Oh, this no. is the thing.
0: Or half an hour. Am I really 20, 20 minutes? Oh, okay. So no. sorry, we should discuss this. Well, James, producer James, how long,
2: like, at what time? so what, how long, God, I can't. It's done. <laughs> what time? Okay,
0: here. No, I'm dialing back to a conversation. Cause I haven't done this before, and you said, "Oh, for the first one, I think we should be there. At, we should come in at two hours before the show." No,
2: no, hang on. I just got the. I just got an email from the people organising this show. I, I didn't choose the six o'clock. Did time. I? I don't know, James. Are we all told the same time? I think it was pretty clear in our
0: first meeting that we had uh, during the week that we would all be meeting at six o'clock. Okay, my bad then. <laughs> Thanks I'll be here that. at six twenty-five. Stuff you all next week.
2: But back to that. Back to that point, Jimmy. Do you have anything that you think you miss? Read in terms of time.
0: Um. Uh, probably a lot of things. Really. Like especially with kids, it's just getting out of the house at the moment takes an eon. Is that yeah, a word? Right, see. Oh, it no, is just it's not, but so ridiculous to get a child dressed. How long do you think that takes? Two I don't minutes, know, like no. maybe five minutes. No, You've got to chase them around the house first. Pin them down on the bed. Rip the pajamas off. Oh, and then they're like, "No, I don't want to wear that today. Oh, it can take forever."
2: See, I'm screwed. If I can't even navigate You'd how long, you're
0: fifteen minutes to find a jacket. Yeah,
2: that takes for me. And now I'm about to have a kid. Forget You've got it. To find Emma jacket. You too. might as well. We we book for brunch. You might as well book for dinner. I'm out. It's oh. awful.
0: Well, I'll see you next week. It's six twenty-five. Standing strong.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We need to discuss this after the show. Uh, Guys, have a great week. We'll be back next week. It's a Sunday experiment with Stacey and Jimmy. See ya.
1: That's it. We made it. We're still on air. Okay. We're back the same time next week for another Sunday experiment. Hold
0: up.